Hello and welcome to Destination Passport. I'm Keith Bird. I'm Damon Product. And together we are Bird Product Travel Agency. And should all the acquaintance be forgot? Something is so tall. I wish I was a different boy. And you know what that song means. The classic lyrics of all things signs. That means it's a brand new year. Brand new year. Brand new me, I feel like. Yeah, I feel like a brand new Keith Bird. I feel like a brand new Damon Product. <laughs> oh, with a new pronunciation. Yeah, I'm trying it out. I'm trying That's it cool. out. That's and cool. by that, I mean I just tried it out, and we're never going to do uh, that again. Okay. You didn't like that? I yeah, think it's fine. I just feel like a new person. Keith, what about you? Have you made any New Year's resolutions? Have you changed uh, any of your old ways? Oh, boy. You know, I think just in the last few days since the, the new year turn, uh-huh. I have become healthy. Oh, wow. I am physically fit. I noticed that. You might have noticed that I was lifting weights <laughs> all day yesterday. Yeah, I couldn't get you to get to work, which was a little frustrating, to be honest. Yeah, uh, but now I'm now I'm popping. But now you're popping, and I think it's it's you're going to be more efficient and effective when you do work now. Yeah, That's that, what they that say. was the plan because <laughs> you know people don't realize there's a lot of upper body and lower body strength that's required to be a good travel, travel agent. agent. <laughs> and don't forget the core. Don't hey. forget the core. Hey, while we're at it, don't forget the don't core. Don't forget the core. I do some uh, <laughs> crunches with a medicine ball, uh, rotating my trunk. Yeah, you know these terms because you do them. Because <laughs> I, do, I do do this and did do it and, and now I'm it. healthy. Yeah. And it's crazy how quickly you were able to get fully healthy. And that mm. was that was verified by a doctor. You went Verif- to a doctor and you said, yeah. you gave him a list and, and it was a check mark. The yeah. check box that said healthy and a check box that said not healthy. And you yeah. said, you got to pick one. Yeah, and he, che- said, he checked healthy. Yeah, he checked healthy. And I don't think... <laughs> The fact that I had a gun pointed at his head had almost anything to do with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it didn't say, like, mentally. It was physically healthy. Physic- oh, yeah. He said mentally. You're <laughs> You're bad. fucked, man. And that's still... I still haven't turned that part around. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, well, one step at a time. Yeah. Baby steps. <laughs> baby steps. So the first baby step is to do 24-7 <laughs> strength training for about three or four days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, are you going to keep it up? Is it is it a habit or you feel like you're there now? You're good. I think I'm there. So I'll just <laughs> use the rest of the year I'll just use that to like slowly watch my muscle mass just deplete. Yeah, yeah, but it will be slow. So It'll you'll be still very be slow, fitter yeah. than you were this time last, last year. year. Yeah. Well, that's great, man. I feel like a new person too. I don't know if you want to do a quick uh, up and down. You notice anything different about me? Yeah, you are it's mostly the clothes. <laughs> I went shopping. Yeah, <laughs> you went shopping. It seems uh, at a uh, the store that mariachi bands shop at. Yep, <laughs> to dress themselves. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Some people call it like a party city. Yeah, um, it's very cheap. <laughs> it's all very cheap. <laughs> a lot of a lot of knickknacks. Yeah. Uh, just on my person. You definitely look like you bought your entire outfit from a store that usually doesn't sell clothes. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. A lot of streamers, but mm-hmm. I was able to like make it into my own style, I think. That's and that cool. and that was my, my New Year's resolution was like, I need to gain a sense of style. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I've always just like dressed the way that like society wants me to dress mm-hmm. and the way that um, like people would gift me clothes. Yeah. I never picked them. Mm-hmm. So now I chose them. Um, yeah. And I think I'm making a bold choice to start. Yeah. You've since since actually at exactly midnight and we'll talk about what I was doing. <laughs> I was doing at exactly <laughs> midnight. 
But exactly midnight, I believe that you um, instantly like stripped naked. Yeah. And put on uh, what looked to be like. You looked like Bob the Builder. Yeah, Bob the Builder mostly. Well, that's how it started. You know, you go to Party City for 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 all your party gear for like New Year's Eve, mm-hmm. and we had so much of it laying around. I said, "Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! These could be my clothes." You know what I yeah. mean? So once I was stripped down, I was looking around. I said, "I could put some things together," and um, Bob the Builder was on. <laughs> We were watching that as our New Year's countdown. Bob the Builder does a live New Year's countdown. Really? Did you know that? I yeah. didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. And so we were watching the uh, block drop, not the ball, but the block. Mm, that's cute. <laughs> and uh, and uh, as soon as that dropped, I just thought, man, that guy, he's got his own show. He looks good. Yeah. Ours isn't a visual medium. Yeah. Yet. Not yet. <laughs> we're in talks. We're, we're in, in talks. talks. With a few networks. With a few. I don't want to say anything, but they're definitely letters. Yeah. And acronyms. <laughs> there are definitely some acronyms. And some initialisms <laughs> and involved. Some initials, some Fs, some Os, some Xs, some As, some Bs, some Cs, <laughs> yeah. some Ns, some Bs, some Cs. Yeah, and some some Ms, some Ss, and some Ns, some Bs. Some Cs. <laughs> uh, so We're gonna slide in right after Madow. Madow, some Ms, some As, some Ds, some Bs, some Os, some Ws. <laughs> but you know, I should I shouldn't mention it because nothing's you know nothing's for sure. Yet. Nothing's uh, written down con- in concrete yet. Anyway. which is what that term means. Which is and what that's what Bob the Builder does at midnight. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So anyway, I have a new sense of style. Keith, what were you doing for New Year's? Uh, well, I'll get to that. We should check in with last week's client oh my god we had a client last week yeah and he had the time, <laughs> time of his, his life. life and of course i'm talking about professor jimmy, jimmy carter, carter. am i about 28 years old looks exactly like the jimmy, carter, jimmy carter present day current jimmy carter and boy oh boy um when i say he had the time of his life he had the time <laughs> of his life i mean he, we of course first sent him to louisville mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, where bobby in louisville bobi would attempt to mint him to the first human nft yep 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 yep, yep. via <laughs> via his special concoction of one mint julep 100 gallons of horse semen and one human nose <laughs> Uh, go uh, back and listen last week if you didn't. <laughs> and that'll make more sense. Or maybe less. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but what happened from there, Keith? Did, was it successful? So That's the big question. Of course, he did chug that potion on live stream. Mm-hmm. So Bobby, again, is t- kind of trying to do the hot ones for horse semen <laughs> consumption. <laughs> and That's his tagline. We're the hot ones for horse semen. Yeah. And usually you don't want to have the thing that you're trying to rip off in the tagline for your, for your show, but he was like, it, it'll work. Okay. He's a good SEO. He has a good mind for He's SEO, always search engine SEO. optimization. Mm-hmm. Um, so long story short, 17%, that hit. He became a horse. <laughs> he had a 17% chance of turning into a horse, and he, and he, you know, depending on your perspective, he either came up black or red. Sure, yeah, on and depending on the game. Depending on the game. Uh, he hit Because black, black or red, yeah, that would be 50-50. He hit blackjack. Yeah, he hit 21. <laughs> sure. So he's a horse. He's a horse. Uh, of course. But he's a horse, of course. A horse, of course. But he still went. He still, he had a great time. Mm-hmm. Uh, we figured out a way to translate. It was sort of like that movie Arrival <laughs> when we were trying to figure <laughs> out how to communicate with him after that. Um and that's how we knew that he was trying to say to us, I had the time of my <laughs> life, guys. Yeah, and weirdly, he was spraying ink like the aliens in Arrival. <laughs> yep. 
Yeah, he's being held in a in a case right now. They're studying yeah. him. <laughs> They're but studying. we visited the glass, and we were on the other side of the glass, and he sprayed what appeared to be ink at us. Yeah. And uh, we and then we realized <laughs> that the child that we had together was in the past or whatever. I don't rem- I don't remember exactly how the movie went, but the, but uh, our life is like that movie now. Yep. Our life is like a movie. <laughs> That's um, what I was <laughs> But now he's on his way to Serbia, to Belgrade. To yeah, they let him Belgrade. out. They let him out of that. Yeah, They've <laughs> studied him. They've taken his blood. And I think that, like, you know, because Bobby in Belgrade has already been minting various animals in NFTs, I think pretty soon we'll see horse.jpg. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, uh, shooting up the blockchain. Or <laughs> yep, that's how they do it. They yeah. shoot up the blockchain. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so the, the trip is going maybe not exactly how he planned it, it or maybe know, exactly how he planned maybe. it. Maybe we don't know. And that's beauty, beautiful thing about, <laughs> about travel is that your itinerary sometimes just throw it out the window. Yeah, and we don't like to tell everyone that because we make the itinerary. Yeah, we put a lot of time and effort job. into it. <laughs> it's kind of our whole job, so we don't necessarily tell them to. We don't rip play it apart. that up a lot. Yeah, but we do tell people after the itinerary has gone off the rails that actually that's part of travel. <laughs> After that's what's happened, we justify it looking back by saying we yeah. retroactively justify. Yeah, <laughs> and that's that kind is of our whole deal. And that's travel, baby. That's travel, baby. <laughs> um, so that's what's going on with Professor Jimmy yep, Carter. Yep, or I, yep, yep. I should say, Professor Jimmy Carter, the horse. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Uh, and he actually corrected us the first time. Tenured professor, yeah, Jimmy tenured Carter, professor the horse. Jimmy Carter, the horse. So he's got quite a title and a name now. Uh, so, and the, but the, instead of mm-hmm. homeschooling, uh, he's a professor of horse schooling. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they have horse therapy. Why not horse schooling? Yeah, why not? So anyway, so what was I doing at midnight? Uh, that's what I want to know before we get to our guest for this week. Well, of course, my ex-wife, your sister, Jennifer Product, uh, was set to be married to Nicholas Sparks, not the Nicholas Sparks, although he is the, <laughs> the Nicholas, Nicholas Sparks. Sparks. Now he's surpassed the uh, old Nicholas Sparks in terms of career. <laughs> and uh, I was, of course, in the electric chair, yet another sold out, uh, uh, I don't, what, just show? Uh, yeah. Because if it's not a musical, yeah, yeah, yeah. If it's a musical, like it's not, you say a musical, <laughs> a Broadway hit? Yeah, I think that's the term. Okay. Another sold-out play performance <laughs> of uh, Odd Guy, Normal Guy. And <laughs> I forgot I was called that. <laughs> I was, of course, strapped to the electric chair, and there was, of course, a guy with a hood on, uh, glaring into the audience, making sure everyone was laughing at every joke. And they were, because, again, it's a great play. Mm-hmm. Um, it's <laughs> far surpassed. In fact, I, I believe Neil Simon himself said, my, my original Odd Couple's dog shit compared to yeah. this. He said that. Um, and he's alive, I'm pretty sure. Uh, <laughs> okay. So anyway. So anyway, you were there. So, uh, and I love how much explanation this <laughs> takes now just to get to the update. Oh, my God. And I don't even know if you're done with the explanation. So, okay. So hopefully our, our listeners are there. So that hopefully. was the preamble. Now we're in the amble. Okay, great. And so I was strapped to the electric chair. Guy with the hood. Okay, so back with the preamble. The guy with the hood on, <laughs> hand on the switch, glaring into the audience. Uh-huh. Everyone laughed at every single joke. Um, every joke was pretty much at my expense. Uh, of course, Bradley Cooper is playing me hideous. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. He's in right. elephant man mode. <laughs> right. <laughs> This is still preamble. Yeah, I know. Now we're in the amble. Here we go. Crossing the threshold of amble. (laughs) Your sister, my ex, uh, comes out beautiful wedding dress, 
Uh, she, you know, oh, here comes the bride, all dressed in white. Everyone's like, "Wow, this is the most amazing thing I've seen on a Broadway stage." Yeah. And the the, the clock's counting down to midnight, which is when they're gonna have their first wedding kiss. <laughs> the first wedding kiss. <laughs> oh, they're about the first to have of many. First <laughs> wedding kisses. Well, Nicholas Sparks has. Uh, he comes from a tradi- a very specific tradition where yeah. they have like the. the the twelve the, tri- the twelve kisses of wedding. Um, so at midnight, they're gonna have their first wedding kiss. Sure. <laughs> and of course, first they did their vows, very serious vows. They talked about how they saved each other from, like, saved each other's lives. Yeah. Uh, like everyone, how you would do with a dog. Like I didn't save them; they saved me. Yeah, but they did that with each other. <laughs> yeah. They call each other their little puppies. <laughs> Okay. Again, cuter than anything I ever got to do with Jenny. Sure. So, they do their vows, very serious vows. Everyone's still laughing because they're so amped up from the play. <laughs> play so, so that's fun. good for me. So yeah. they're not throwing the switch yet. At midnight, mm-hmm. they kiss. Mm-hmm. No one's laughing. No. The guy with the hood throws the switch. <gasps> I go... <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm fully, legally, scientifically dead. Okay. Okay. So they had a lawyer and a scientist there to verify it really quickly. <laughs> they had a, they had a, yeah, they had a lawyer of death and a, and a, and a, and a death. What kind scientist. of attorney are you? Death attorney. Okay. Okay. So like, like, uh, like a state law. No. <laughs> My one thing is I determine if someone is legally dead. That's what he did. He, yeah. he, he looked in the, he went through his books. He's like, yeah, this guy's dead. Yeah. And he turned to the scientist, like, is he dead? And he was like, you checked my pulse. Yeah, he's dead. A sequel of Legally Blonde, Legally Dead. Okay. That would be good yeah, if they were zombies. So, <laughs> okay. Legally, scientifically dead. Legally, scientifically dead for, it turns out, about 12 hours. 12 hours. So you missed all twelve kisses of the wedding <laughs> because it was every they hour, do one on an hour, hour right? everyone yeah. had to be in the in the theater for twelve hours. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm dead. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Yeah, is the twelfth and final wedding kiss what brought you back to life? Yes. So at noon on January first, they had a kiss. The oh spark God. from the kiss, which, by the way, they're so fucking in love. These two, yeah, like it's crazy. And I'm sure the spark helped by his last name. Now they're both sparks. <laughs> yeah, they're now both they're both sparks. sparks. They're both legally sparks. And the lawyers, the you know, the band Sparks was there. They were they were playing the uh, the processional. Um, anyway, um, so at noon they kiss a, an actual spark. Like when you see a little spark, when you ha- when you, you like your sort of static electricity charge is built up, and you uh-huh. touch a doorknob and you see a little spark. Yeah, that times a hundred. Okay, <laughs> so but maybe I, like a lightning strike. That was still dead. And so it it travels up the cords and stuff of the electric chair into my body. <laughs> they left you in the chair for twelve hours. <laughs> <They> did, <yeah. laughs> okay, I, w- I was already starting to rot a little bit. <laughs> I'm still. That's, that's why you got into shape. I got so into shape. Okay. I was like, this is my. This is my. You know, this is this is the sign. Yeah. You know, I yeah. got to turn this around health wise. <laughs> the fact that that's I'm, what it took. <laughs> the fact that I'm slightly putrefied means I need to turn this around. Spark travels up the electric chair, yep, 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 goes yep. in my brain, and I go. <laughs> and next thing you know, I'm alive. Wow. Yeah. Uh, 
And Nicholas Sparks and Jennifer Product turn around. Jennifer, I heard, say, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, I thought oh, no, this was oh, over. no, he's alive. He's alive. <laughs> it was sort of like a, a different line read on Frankenstein, you know? But now, here's the big question. Here's the big important question. Well, here's the small question first. Did you w- start working out immediately? Yeah. Okay, good. I was doing curls in the chair. <laughs> I, like, burst through the leather straps. Right. I was doing my curls. Okay, the more important question now. Are you freed from the rule of having to sit in the chair now? Because it happened. Yeah. Wow. yeah, that was in the contract. Our <laughs> lawyer, <laughs> who's done a great job with all the lawsuits, he, he looked over the fine print. He made sure. <laughs> Honestly, he could have done a little bit of a better job, maybe got me out of it entirely. But he yeah, did true. do a good job of making sure that if it does happen and I do come back to life, that they can't strap me back in that wow. chair anymore. So, so we're almost like saying goodbye to this update. <laughs> <laughs> the story yeah, of you and yeah. the, the So the now Nicholas there. Sparks and Jennifer Product are going on their honeymoon. I said, can I plan it for you? <laughs> <laughs> and Jennifer was like, you're pathetic. That's fucking pathetic. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a no, kind Which of. Which is a no. It was yeah, a hard yeah. no. <laughs> um, so yeah, yeah, so now I don't have to go to that play anymore. I'm kind of sad because it's a great play. Maybe <laughs> we'll, I'll go in the audience, see who else they've strapped into the electric chair. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> that's been such a big part of why it's a hit. Um, <laughs> yeah, 40% of the yeah. audience you said last week. But I do have some bad news for you, though. What's going on? So, Well, it's bad or good, depending on, on your perspective. So okay. when I was dead for 12 hours... When I was dead for 12 hours... Um, by the way, it turns out heaven is, is a Costco. Um, <laughs> so I was in the, the, the Costco heaven. Mm-hmm. I was in line trying to buy all the stuff that I want, because you have to buy in bulk, because there are no stores in heaven proper. <laughs> so you have to get it all before you, <laughs> you go in. You have to get it all before you go in. <laughs> so I was waiting in line at the Costco, looked around. Mm-hmm. I didn't see Little Squirt anywhere. <laughs> Wait. I actually... I, I'm sorry, I did not see Little Squirt in the afterlife. I didn't see him at Costco, got checked out, went to the food court. Um, actually, the hot dogs are more expensive. <laughs> really? <laughs> the, the, the heaven Costco. Oh. But so yeah, like a quarter more. This um... Didn't see him anywhere. This actually ties into my update, and I oh. I knew that. Oh wow! Um, yeah, because you weren't at your sister's wedding. Was there something going on? Exactly. <laughs> Outside of watching uh, Bob the Builder's live <laughs> countdown <laughs> show. Well, who was I watching it with? Mm. None other than Little Squirt. What? Yep. Yeah. So it turns out the person who called me and left me a voicemail telling me he was dead mm. was a big fat phony liar. Mm-hmm. Um, Little Squirt came running to me, like, as soon as I, I sent the wire transfer to that guy. <laughs> Lil to that guy, the voice. Yeah. The, the voice. Uh, Lil Squirt came, and he, he just came over as if nothing had happened. And he said, hey, what's going on, man? You, you got any New Year's Eve plans? What do you want to do? Yeah. And I was like, first of all, I, I, I held him. I hugged him, and I kissed him on the cheek. I said, you're alive. You're alive, you're alive, you're alive. Uh, yeah. And he said, of course, of course, of course. <laughs> and um, so I said, boy, I was told you were dead. And he said, no, don't know anything about it. And we haven't talked about it since. <laughs> So we're friends, and we watched okay, the New Year's so Eve countdown, and everything's good. <laughs> everything's sorted out. Yeah, that was just a weird thing that happened. That was just a little, a little. A little I, there's scammers are out there, and mm-hmm. so that's what. And mostly, I want to wrap this up by saying you got to be aware, you got to be diligent because people will scam <laughs> you. And the guy who left me the voicemail, he was a scammer. Luckily, I have someone like Little Squirt now. Legally, yeah. we're trying to go after him and find out who that was. <laughs> he's helping you out with that. Yeah, he's helping me out. <laughs> that's really which, nice of course, of he has him. attorney fees, but. Um, big ones, big ones, yeah. Well, low score, big update, low score, big attorney fees. Um, so, uh, so he's a tax attorney and whatever type of attorney would be helping you with this. Yeah, not a death uh, attorney, but a, a fake death attorney. Yeah, okay, <laughs> that's interesting. They've got kind, of, you know, they got an attorney for everything. You know, these yep. days. 
Yeah, in, in this economy? Wow. You have to. Economy? So that's good. I guess that's good news then that I didn't see him in the afterlife. It is good news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm glad that that matches up with what I saw in reality as well. Um, wow. Not no fake little squirts running around up there. Oh, so, wow. yeah, that's my big update. I'm um, sorry you got, that you got scammed. I'm glad, I guess, that the person who has um, scammed you several times himself is helping you figure this out. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah. yeah. And I almost forget until you bring it up that I guess in the past he did technically, quote unquote, <laughs> scam me. Yeah, he tried, he um, very easily convince you that he he was your infant son sure yeah <laughs> and then he convinced me that he was like uh different ages yeah yeah above he was that age, he was, yeah he was jacking i guess yeah sure like uh, in the movie jack okay oh <laughs> he was reverse benjamin buttoning it yeah just, just aging <laughs> um oh god mm. the ravages of reverse benjamin buttoning <laughs> i guess it's all yeah well, yeah, so that's my update. So I actually have, he's sending me a bunch of emails right now. I have to send him a bunch of documents to uh, make sure that we have the proper information to go after this guy. So yeah. I think we should take a quick little break here yeah. so I can fire off these emails. Um, and then we'll come back with our with our guest of the week, client of the week. Yeah, I'm excited. Okay, fantastic. So we'll take a quick little break and we'll be right back with more Destination Passport. Love you. Bye. Mwah. Welcome back to Destination Passport. The only podcast about travel. It is. I don't think we said that we in the first segment. We didn't say that in the first oh, segment, so no. we're going to extra say it here. So we're going we're gonna to cut. Let's get that clean, and then the, let's stick it in, oh, okay. in the first part. Uh, okay. The only podcast about travel. And I'll get it clean, too. <laughs> I, know I, I know I sort of like stepped on the end of yours, but... <laughs> okay, go ahead. Clean enough for You'll me. get it clean? Uh-huh. The only that is really clean. Good travel. job. Yeah, Great. that's okay, super good. clean. I think we're good. So we'll we'll splice that in, and uh, <laughs> people won't be yelling at their car radio. Yeah, which again, our listeners are the uh, not big dum dums. The uh, worthy dum dums. Worthy dum dums. They are big too. We, don't, we just big. don't concentrate on that. Yeah, but the emphasis on dum dums. So yeah. they will think that this is uh, originating in their car, mm-hmm. um, not just the sound, but the actual podcast itself and saying like, why aren't you telling me this is the only podcast about travel? Yeah, they think little tiny people are in their car radio. Yeah, us. Us. Being those tiny people. Which is tiny. not the case. And if you're just finding that out, um, you're welcome. Uh, so thanks again for listening. We are very, very excited mm-hmm. to bring on another client, another guest, Always another excited. potential friend. Always excited. Um, so please, without further adieu, we would like to introduce our client of the week, uh, Colonel Brandon Taint, everybody. Welcome, Colonel. Thanks for having me, my boys. <laughs> Appreciate you bringing me on the podcast. Uh, thank you. So good to meet you. I, I I apologize. We didn't salute or anything. Is that yeah? Should we, we have saluted or crossed our? No, hearts? no. I'm I'm very newly retired, which we'll get into is why I'm seeking your advice okay. on travel. Nice. That makes sense. So plenty of time and potentially funds to travel. Yeah, pension. Absolutely. You got a pension. I've got a pension. I've got some some funds saved up from my side hustle. I'm. Oh. Uh, I'm a, <laughs> I'm a professional crossing guard on the side. Wow, interesting. Okay, didn't know they 
paid for that. They don't. I just show up and demand money from the kids <laughs> as they walk by me. Okay, so you shake down these children for their lunch money <laughs> as they're crossing the street to you get know, to school. We had professional bullies on before. We this did, sounds yeah. similar. <laughs> it's true to instill discipline and let them know that anything is a job if you try hard enough. Oh. So you're trying to be an example to them. <laughs> I'm setting an example, yes, yes. So you're setting an example of like how you can... Wear a uniform that confers some level of <laughs> respect and authority uh-huh. and use that for uh, basically ill-gotten gains. Personal and financial Ab- gains. Ab- absolutely. And their uniform changes. It's not always received. So one time I show up in a UPS uniform that I've just pilfered from a UPS driver, and I'm the crossing guard for UPS that day. <laughs> oh, okay. A UPS-sponsored crossing guard. <laughs> Absolutely, yes. Yeah. Naturally, UPS takes a small fee out of my profits <laughs> for the crossing. Okay, so you, after you pilfered this, <laughs> this this uniform, UPS was like, okay, we were upset that you stole our employee's uniform at first, but now this seems like a, a mutually beneficial deal. Absolutely, and that's the second lesson is that anything is a deal if you can negotiate well. Oh, interesting. Sure. Seems like you have a lot of nuggets of, of business wisdom. Have, yeah. you, have you written a book well, to this effect? Uh, yes, I've written four memoirs. They're each, I'm, I'm doing a memoir for each year of my life. So Whoa. I'm up to age four of my... <laughs> and I, yeah. as you should know, I was born in 1927 or whenever the board game Clue came out. Whichever year that is <laughs> that I was born. Whichever of those is accurate. So you can't right. remember exactly when you were born, but you'd know that it was when Clue came out. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Because this is not at all inspired by Colonel Mustard. I'm not at all inspired by that person. Um, okay, so a memoir for each year. You're up to year four. I would guess that uh, most of them, but especially year one, pretty short book, don't remember a lot. There's lots of pictures, poorly drawn, of course, but a lot of fun memories, a lot of the color brown and the crayons and mm-hmm. yellow. Um, but then some smiling faces and uh, and then, you know, taking my first steps. So that was, it took quite a while. A lot of editing revisions had to be done. Wow. Uh, who's, who's your publisher? <laughs> um, Penguin Publishing House. They make all of the... Wow, that's one know, of the big ones. That's one of the big ones, yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> Uh, anything is a deal if you can negotiate. <laughs> right. oh, there you go. Okay, okay so uh, sounds like minimal to maybe zero words in this year one memoir. Um, yes, let's, but let's... two has lots of small words in it. <laughs> nice. Like mommy, daddy. Mommy, daddy, more doggy. Food. Yes, more. Yes. A lot of hand gestures, too. You know? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, you brought some copies for us to look at. It looks a lot like kind of like an Ikea manual. Like, uh... <laughs> Yes, it's very convoluted. I, I based the whole... Um, it's one page, the memoir. It folds right. out like a... And then it's like the, the floor plan of an Ikea uh, <laughs> that you travel through. And you Oh, and you titled it here. Yeah, you said the floor pan, plan of my life. Yeah, okay. Wow. Part two. Year, part two <laughs> of... Of ninety seven is when I plan on dying. <laughs> ah, wow! You're get, you're. I think you're rapidly approaching. That. Yeah, where are we at? <laughs> uh, I, I must be close. Who knows? When did Clue come out? We don't know. <laughs> There's no way of knowing. Yeah, I don't have a clue. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Damon, that's hey, pretty good. Thank shit. you. <laughs> um, okay, fantastic. So retired, and you have the. So we talked about the side hobby a little bit, mm-hmm. uh, Colonel. Yes. 
Were you in the military, or is that just a title you've given yourself? Yes, I was. I was in the military. I was in the army for forty odd years, and then mm. I American. I the, yes, American military. <laughs> and course. the years were odd, as in they were quirky and fun, or you were only in the military for odd numbered years. <laughs> you said forty uh, odd years. The answer is yes. The years were very quirky. I'm a quirky <laughs> colonel for sure. Uh, and only in the odd years, the even years I was on leave the entire time. So you were on leave. You weren't AWOL. Correct. Were, correct. No, no, no. no. It was part all. of the military program. See, after World War II, they realized there were too many veterans that, or military members that were staying in. They needed. They had had such an influx from the war that mm. afterwards they were like, well, we'll just give you a year off every other year. It was quite the, the great job. Hence all of the side hustles that I yeah, picked up. Ah, that makes sense. Plenty of time for crossing guard duties. <laughs> now, were you, bummed, were you bummed that 9-11 happened on an odd-numbered year? <laughs> I would have liked to have been there, yes. But uh, I was on vacation. What can you do? <laughs> So what was the first war that you uh, were in the military for then? Uh, Boy, it would have had to have been either one or two. I think. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Uh, yeah, it sounds like you're <laughs> probably... Sorry, to, not World War One, War One or War Two. <laughs> right. <laughs> it sounds like you were probably started out fresh-faced uh, private in Double Dub Two. Yep, double in Double Dub Two, yes. yes. <laughs> I, was, I was just a young private at the time. Didn't know anything. Still had this this voice, though. Yes, I was born with an old voice. Yeah, that seems mm. to be the case for a lot of people who were born back then. Like, they kind of yeah. just, from a young age, has yeah. have an it's, old-timey voice. That's true. And old names, too, yes. I mean, Brandon has had a comeback, but Taint is very old, yes. <laughs> yeah, Taint, you don't see... Th- you don't see taint much. You don't see taint much. You should see my taint, though. It looks like the Matrix, because I did try to get minted as an NFT, and it didn't quite go right. That's <laughs> quite an impressive taint you've got. I mean, most people don't see the taint. It's a very vulnerable place to, yeah. to, to see, to look at. But that's, that's who you are. You're, you're, you are that's a A vulnerable taint. thing to look at, yeah. yeah. Yes, I'm a vulnerable man. I'm very open about my feelings, and that's why you know I'm wow. coming to you with a very serious proposition for for a travel uh, uh, this year, which is oh. it, for sorry for ne- this year, 2022, and even year. So I'm off. <laughs> okay, okay so, wait. So you're are, are you going to be unretired next year? Is yeah, that how? The, you, you, so, so the retire is just like when you're in. I'm retired and then I'm back. And I'm retired and then I'm back. They pull you back in. Yeah, they always pull me back. So you, I think you said you have a proposition for us. Uh, do you have yes. an idea that you're bringing forth to us as your yeah, travel agents? What is more, What do you mean by more that? More as a, a confession to me. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. In my, in my many travels in the military, I have not uh, ever had a, a New Year's kiss. And so for 2022, oh, I would no. like to have a very romantic getaway. Uh, was someone willing to kiss Mr. Colonel Taint? Wow. So you've never had a, a New Year's kiss. Now, usually people <laughs> think of that as a kiss at midnight for the New Year, but right. we're, yes. we're well past that. You just want have to have any kiss this year. And a single kiss in 2022 would satisfy this Taint. Right? Okay. So okay. does that mean you've never been kissed? Yeah, exactly. So every year is a New Year, and you count any kiss as a New Year kiss? <laughs> Absolutely. Is the words not is it not self-evident or self-descripting? I just I'm surprised because it's not you're a, you're a handsome you're a ruggedly handsome man. Um, you very much look like sort of a Colonel Sanders meets Colonel Mustard. Sort of like imagine if you put a lot of mustard on a KFC double down yeah, and turn that into a human man. That's kind of what you look like. And then can I throw good. one more in there? 
mixed Captain Crunch. I know he's not a colonel, but I see some Captain Crunch in you. There's some Captain Crunch. The main key is I have a very large mustache, so that's what sure. people yeah, sure. For sure, yeah. So not a kiss, not a kiss uh, has been on that mustache, though. Okay, well, I think that nary that a mustache a ride has been taken. <laughs> no. Although that might describe something would... else. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, no, I, I think it would be... I would love to offer a, a mustache ride. I think that would be. I would. I think I would enjoy that very much. I mean, it's the closest I would be to kissing somebody else's taint. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So, you, so you've neither kissed nor administered cunnilingus. Um, sounds like. Yes. No. 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 And <laughs> and, I, and, 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 and have you? Sorry, real quick. Have you approached it like that? Have you? Have you? Uh, may I minister like cunnilingus upon you? <laughs> I'm a very formal man, of course. <laughs> Uh-huh. Excuse me, madam. I was admiring your vagina from afar, uh-huh. and uh, I was wondering if I could administer a healthy dosage of cunnilingus. And this hasn't worked for you. No, not once. Hence, that's a shame. Because not once. Hence, 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 where you, my travel agents, come into play. Ah. <laughs> Well, I think beyond what we do as far as where we send you and Mm -hmm. and what trip we book for you, I'd say stop saying that. Yeah, that would be a good tip. Um, Oh, because I'm telling everyone in the military, on my on years, I talk about your travel agency to everybody. Oh, Oh, no. Yeah, tell them about us. I'm just saying don't approach women how you just said you do. Yeah. That's my advice. I I think the first thing they'll think is... Like, how have you been admiring my vagina <laughs> yeah. from afar? Yeah. Is that too formal? Should I be more direct it's about form- it? Um, it's for- I don't know if it's even the formality that's the problem. <laughs> or indirectness. I don't think it's not direct. Um, okay. Okay. I'm open to feedback. Anything can help. I think it's just, thing. I think if you tell a woman you've been looking at her vagina and she is not, like, actively displaying it, She's going to be confused as to how, how, how you've been doing that. And maybe a little bit wary, maybe a little bit scared. Wary is a good word, yeah. You're right. You know, as I think about it now, I realize I just always assume because I'm always in a uniform, not necessarily my military uniform, but a uniform that yeah, people. UPS. Right, we're thinking that uh, I'm a professional man, and I mean things just per, from a professional standpoint, of mm. course. Yeah, so 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 you're worried that maybe the women are misinterpreting what you're saying as an unprofessional in some way. And well, I never, yes, I never want to come off as unprofessional. Never. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> I'm a very serious man. I've only heard two jokes in my entire life. Wow, you've I... only heard two jokes. Uh, do you mind me asking what they were? If you remember, if you remember them. If I remember correctly, one was a, one of those knock knock jokes about an orange and a banana. But that's all I can remember uh, about. It. Yeah. <laughs> Aren't you glad um, I didn't say banana? Ah, uh, yes, let's do. <laughs> <laughs> you laughed just at the punchline without any of the setup. Yeah, it's one of the two for me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Do you remember the other one? Uh, yes. The other one. The other one is uh, what's the difference between a dirty bus stop and a crab with a boob job? <laughs> what's the difference between a dirty bus stop and a crab with a boob job? I don't know. Yes. One is a. Uh, Crusty bus station, and the other one was a busty crust station. <laughs> okay, that's pretty good. Not bad. That's pretty good. Not bad. He's, he's tickled again. You you should hear more jokes. You seem to love the one that the ones that you yeah. heard. Well, I have a quota, so I don't get too silly. On my own. <laughs> Interesting. So I don't wow. get too silly. You've yeah. really got you see. You, in some ways, you, see, you seem like you've got it all figured out, and you know, in a manner of speaking, and in other ways. 
a mess. A mess. <laughs> a complete mess <laughs> of a life. Almost like you've got a beautiful mind, like from the film A Beautiful Mind. Where you it's quite it's quite possible. I mean, I don't think about myself that way, but when I'm on duty, on my on years of the military, I'm very serious. I have everything together, but on the off year, there's nothing to do. So I just kind of let myself go, you know. <laughs> you, you let yourself go in the yeah. form of hearing two jokes over the course of 90 some odd Absolutely. years. Absolutely. Yes. And boy, is it a ride every time. <laughs> so do you avoid uh, let's say somebody invites you to something fun, like dancing or hey, you want to go see a comedy show? You just I, stay away. I say, will there be laughter? And if they say yes, I say, not for me. <laughs> not for me, because when when is your next scheduled joke? <laughs> like, when is the next time you're going to allow yourself to experience comedy or humor? Well, unfortunately, I've told my two for this year, so it's going to be a long rest of the uh, year for me. <laughs> oh, so oh, so you permit yourself to retell those two jokes <laughs> once a year? Right. Yes. Yes. And but but they can't. I can't hear two new ones if I use it's a two total jokes. Either telling or oh, hearing. Wow. Right. Just very okay, strict. So it's how I maintain my military discipline. Yeah. You said you've only heard two jokes in your life. So is it that you you heard those two jokes and then every year for your two quota you've chosen to tell those two as opposed so to hearing two new ones? So you haven't been able to hear two new ones as a result because you're so excited because this is the first week of the year. Yeah. You've you, already burned. You really those. blew it. <laughs> That's, that's why I said it's going to be tough the yeah, rest of the year. Gonna be gonna be, okay. It's a very so serious is, rest of the year. You've got some very sophisticated, complex systems kind of guiding your life. Not just the rigidity of the military and the discipline that's required there, but you've, you also require some very specific types of discipline for yourself just in your personal life. Well, absolutely. They say they say in the military, the phrase is you're, you're always on parade. And what that mm. means is you never know when you'll be part of like the Macy's Day parade. So that's what that means. For, that's absolutely <laughs> what it means. So be dressed for the occasion. Have a float ready in your backyard. Uh-huh. And, and, and you never know who might be watching. So make sure it's in good yeah. taste. Yeah, I would say there's really one day out of the year where you're at risk at suddenly being in the Macy's Day Parade. And even then, I'd say the risk is probably Yeah, you have to be in a very low. specific location at a specific time of day. Uh, better to be prepared than unprepared. Really? Yeah, as the Boy Scouts say. I've seen quite the Macy's across the nation. You never know if they want to have a parade. Oh, That's true. Yeah. I mean, how embarrassing would it be if all of a sudden you're in a Macy's Day Parade and you're unprepared? That would it would be embarrassing. I would look like yeah, an no, idiot. That may, it makes sense. Wouldn't you feel like a fool being caught in the middle of a parade, not knowing what to do with your <laughs> arms and legs? So yeah. is that what much of your planning is around? Is what to do with your arms and legs if you do end yes. up? What is your planning? What's your plan my, if you end up with one? So, so I have a float. Sure, I always have a float. float, but it's not like the float that's attached to a car. It's attached to me, um, <laughs> and floaties? I counterweight. <laughs> Say again, like floaties. Yes, yes, two floats, floaties. <laughs> Around um, and it's also part of that you know the that that uh, the bathing suit you had as a child where it was a tube around your waist mm-hmm. so you could go in the ocean and I have that as well <laughs> um, and then two very large flippers on my feet um, <laughs> sure. it's a scuba theme and I'm very into scuba diving so that's kind oh, of my float idea right the, and then I, I I purposefully walk backwards to draw attention to myself because everyone's going forward so the way the crowd goes <laughs> why is that man walking backwards and I go I'm part of the parade okay. So that's interesting. I wouldn't expect a military man to actively draw attention to himself in almost yes. any context. 
That's true. Most of us, we are very conformist. It's part of uh, unity and, and looking like a member of the crowd, but not when you're on parade. Oh. Mm. So when you're on parade, you really want to stick out. You want to you want to stick out amongst the SpongeBob balloons and the absolutely right. the yes. dancing casts of Broadway shows. The Santa Claus. Yes, one we we have a phrase in the military that is one does not want to feel like a Patrick Star in a SpongeBob SquarePants episode. You know? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Oh, that's, how, a mil- that's a military command. How long has that's that around. been a military uh, saying? <laughs> that's been around since before SpongeBob ex- existed. Wow. Yeah, since 1963. Wow. Oh, Stephen oh, Hillen something, the creator of that, he mm-hmm. was he in the military then? Dan Harmon or something like that? Yeah, <laughs> no, he was a, not SpongeBob. <laughs> oh, not SpongeBob. Stephen uh, Hillenberg, I think. Yeah. Stephen oh. Hillenberg, yes, yes. He was an old army friend of mine, a friend of mine. Oh, <laughs> interesting. <laughs> I don't think he's we really both talked have about friend- Oh, uh, he, yeah, he's not really known for it, but uh, much more known for SpongeBob. But yes, it was an army man like myself. We were both friends of each other's and fans as well, supported each other's work. That's cool. <laughs> so you support uh, the show SpongeBob SquarePants now, and he supports your crosswalking uh, duties? Absolutely, yes. Yeah. He shows me on as I scold <laughs> the children and shake them down for money. It's <laughs> always good to have a fan. There was yeah, a SpongeBob episode where they were doing crosswalking duties. Is that right? Did he make an episode after you? Inspired by me, yes. Wow. <laughs> Beautiful. It's one of my sincerest joys in life was being able to see myself replicated as a fish in, in a show. <laughs> what, what, a, what a beautiful friendship you have. It's very nice. I appreciate it. Thank you. I appreciate it. Now, I assume work. you haven't watched the show or, or else you, you don't regard them to be jokes, what they're saying on the show. <laughs> yes, no, I've never seen an episode in my entire life. But Stephen sends me a little, little uh, what are they called? A little uh, storyboard. Oh, wow. Episodes. That's cool. Yes. Signed? No, no, he doesn't sign. Oh, no. <laughs> you think you could at least do that much for you? <laughs> yes. No, there's, unfortunately, I, I I don't know if I wronged him over the years, but I haven't brought that up with him. Never signed. Mm. Mm. That's too bad. Well, uh, it's still cool to have that though. Like if you're oh, a, yeah. if you're a SpongeBob fan, at least in theory, the way you are, <laughs> you seem to like theoretically from a very high level. Yeah, yeah. it's not knowing anything about the show. I would say Mrs. Puffs is my favorite character. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> him yeah. or. F- Flaps. Those are great ones. So you saw the storyboards with, with those for sure. Yes. <laughs> with those characters. Yes. Yes. It was great. I, Flaps was a great character for a storyboard because you just see the picture of him being very narrow and very wide mm. right off. Right. There's a lot of just uh, visual humor there. Yes. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. Yep. Okay, so um, is there any are there any preferences? Talking about like getting away. Okay, you mentioned you're retired. You're going to be unretired in a year. It sounds like you you want a kiss. A New or Year's we're calling kiss. it a New Year's kiss, <laughs> which is which is for anyone just tuning in is any kiss. <laughs> any kiss across the year, as long as it falls within the calendar year, it's a New Year's kiss. <laughs> have you always <laughs> been? Have you have you always been single, or have you had relationships or even marriages where you haven't actually kissed? I've had, I've had relationships in the past, but we usually keep our intimacy level to a staring contest. Mm. <laughs> sure. Is there, is there a military tr- like axiom that you follow for that, too, like that prevents you from getting too intimate? Uh, yes. What we, do, <laughs> what we do is we, we both dress up in our floaties whenever we're feeling aroused. Okay. And, and that way, should we try to touch each other, we physically couldn't. Wait, that's the military axiom? Axiom? 
Yes, no, they usually are always on parade for a variety of situations. Uh, <laughs> they love using the parade thing. Yeah, in Absolutely. case you get horny, you should you should <laughs> inflate life vests. Activ- activate parade <laughs> protocols. Right. If you're horny, wrap it up in a floaty or something. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. So how long? Uh, how long was that? Or how long was your longest relationship? Um, four hours and 37 minutes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so how do you know it was a relationship then? Was it the reformal sort of like, hey, I, uh, are we girlfriend and boyfriend now? And then there was a formal like, we're not anymore? Well, it was a staring contest that lasted four <laughs> hours and 37 minutes. So naturally That's... I concluded that we were together. Okay. Wow, so you, <laughs> did you, you signed up for a staring contest and it was the finals. Is that what we're getting at? Yes, correct. <laughs> yes. And luckily, it was a woman. Yeah, yeah. could have been, been a man. Not that I would have judged anything, but uh, yes, when you look into someone's eyes for that long, it's hard not to feel something. You know? Yeah, that makes sense. I agree. I agree. Um, I would just say, maybe looking back, maybe you weren't in a relationship. Okay. Well, this is why I come to you guys for advice. Oh, okay. Was by chance this staring contest an actual contest put on by like a morning zoo show on a, on a radio station? Well, it might have been, yes. I went into a studio and everything. Yeah. <laughs> and some, some annoying people were kind of, like, talking about it and, like, uh, cheering you on and stuff. Probably throwing hot dogs at you and stuff. <laughs> yes, there's a lot of distractions, but I thought that was just part of the contest, was yeah. to try and break up, break us up, because they didn't want to see us together. They didn't, uh, want, they didn't want your love to happen. Right. Just yeah. yeah, sort of a Romeo and Juliet situation. Yes, yeah. It was a tough breakup because I guess she won or something. She walked oh. away with a prize. And then we <laughs> spoke again. Did you? So you, you're the one who finally blinked. Yes, I did blink. Yeah. Were you blinking back tears because you were so in love? Is that or just my eyes were so very dry? I don't know which one. Four and a half hours is a long time. That's a very it's a long, long time, time to hold your eyes open. Yeah. Um, yes, it was very sad. Um, hmm. I never learned her name. Wow. <laughs> That's tough. That is, tough. that is love. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know what it is to be in a star-crossed relationship, not just with Jennifer Product, but with Ophelia in Omaha, who, <laughs> well, I won't get into it here, but I, oh, thought we were in, I thought we were in a relationship. It turned out that she really just wanted $500 for the window I broke at the hotel she worked at. <laughs> oh. So similar in the sense that yeah. maybe the relationship never really happened, but each of you thought it was. Yeah. We've all been there. Yeah. We've all been there. Sure, yeah. sure. I don't think mine's come yet, but I'm sure it will. <laughs> Yours is more in the <laughs> friendship realm. Just, yeah, friendship. Yeah. <laughs> you seem to have a lot you seem to have no trouble getting a woman in bed with you, but as as far as having an actual friendship with someone other than me, you know. Yeah, and our clients. Yeah. And our clients. We're friends with all of our clients, by the way, by the end. So Yeah, we looked about we're 100. Uh, yeah, baseball corner. Baseball corner, open and closed. Um, okay, so... All right, so are you at the point... I think I think we start pitching some ideas. I think... Yeah. So, so what we're going to do, uh, 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 Colonel, uh, Colonel Taint, is uh, we're each <laughs> going to pitch you what we think might be a good uh, vacation idea based on what you've told us about yourself. Yeah. Obviously, at any point, if there's anything else you want to... Uh, as we're pitching it, you know, this is still a work in progress, so you can t- let us know, like... You know, if we're hot or cold, basically, based on what how you're feeling, what you've done yes. in your life. We work very collaboratively with our very clients. Very collaboratively. Slash friends. And it's not a competition, but we are competing against each other to see who gets the most pitches accepted. Yeah. And I won the quota last year. We keep a, a yearly uh, record, like a sales yeah. record. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
a little memoir of your own, I say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Actually, yeah. I should write a memoir of that 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 year last year. So I won the um, 32-inch plasma screen TV that we put up as a prize for who uh, pitched the the most yeah. chosen ideas Great for our prize. Clients. Yeah, yeah. We've had it in storage for a few years. We said, well, I don't, I don't oh, it's, we had it in storage for a while since plasma TVs were really like, yeah. being sold. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, Man, that, I would love to have one of those to just like put a fireplace on it. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, to put a fireplace on it. Yeah. yeah. So you got an idea, Keith, or what are you thinking? Do you have an idea? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I have an idea. Sure. So I'm a bit of a note taker. I've taken so many notes. And doodles. Those yeah, look good. Yeah, thank you. Um, I actually, since I got electrocuted and, and was dead for 12 hours, become an <laughs> incredible doodler. Yeah. Um, still can't really draw anything per se, but, but I can doodles. Doodle. Yeah. <laughs> as long as it stays in the doodling <laughs> level. So I've heard a few things from you. Obviously, you want a New Year's kiss. Obviously, you like scuba diving. <laughs> and obviously, you can't hear any more jokes for the rest of the year. <laughs> so, what I'm thinking, there is an um, anti humor. Convention happening in Fiji uh, very soon. It's, it's anti humor for singles. And basically, the way this works is you show up at the resort, beautiful resort. We've tried all of the vacations that we pitched ourselves, so we've done this ourselves. Um, we, have a, we don't have a cap on the number of jokes we can tell or hear in any given year. Um, but we thought, you know, we, it was at a, par, a phase in our business where we were like, we're goofing around too much. We got to get serious. Yeah, let's try this out. Let's try this out. And it's not anti-humor in the sense of like Tim and Eric, Eric Andre, like <laughs> it, this is against humor. Yeah. So, that so sounds right up my alley. Yeah. Yeah, there are there are <clears throat> policemen on duty, not security guards, policemen. Um, and if anything funny happens, any funny business, any jokes, they're escorted out of there. <laughs> and they're dressed like old British bobbies. <laughs> they have that, the big, the tall hat and the, the little uh, baton, the uh-huh, nightstick. Uh-huh. And, uh, they just, and a bayonet. <laughs> and a bayonet. <laughs> and they're just like chasing anyone around who seems to be like on the verge. It's sort of the opposite of what happened with the play, really. Where yeah. I was going to get electrocuted if people didn't laugh. In this case, they're going to bop you about the, the noggin. And potentially slice you about the stomach with the bayonet. If, if there's any jokes told or heard or laughed at. Yep. Well, I do love accountability, so that sounds quite, <laughs> quite lovely, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this is a high ability, high accountability vacation. Uh, no, I liked high ability. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and also the people that run this thing are very high ability. Uh, some of the like, <laughs> very capable. The people running it, like, it's like they never even. It wasn't just anti humor. It's just like humor didn't exist to them. Yeah, yeah, very unfunny people. Very straight faced. So, led by lines. led by. Um, you know, very serious people. Mostly ex-politicians get in this. Yeah, so uh, John Kerry was a keynote speaker the year that we went. That's who it was. I was trying to remember. One of, John the, least, Kerry. One of the least funny speeches I've ever seen, so he nailed it. <laughs> yeah. Was John Kerry the... Pyaw! No, that no. was Howard Dean. And Howard that, Dean. He, was, he was banned for life from the anti-humor. Exactly. I was going to say, he yeah, could not go because that funny. was funny. He was like, I didn't mean to be funny. And also, <laughs> they like, didn't have a mic on the crowd, so you, didn't, you couldn't tell that I was actually just like... 
I was matching the energy of the room, but the audio made it sound like I was being goofy. It was like, that doesn't matter. doesn't matter. Intentions don't matter at this anti, yeah. anti I almost said hero, <laughs> anti-comedy. Well, there are also anti-heroes. So you'll have um, <laughs> John Hamm in character as Don Draper, because otherwise he's a very funny performer. But yeah. Right. He'll but, be in but Don Draper's very serious. Yeah, yeah, he's a very serious man. Also, Michael Stolbart from A Serious Man. The Coen Brothers movie. He'll sure. also be in character as his character from A Serious Man. Yep. And um, the... Uh, Oscar the Grouch will be there. Oscar the Grouch will be there. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So these are just kind of some of the keynote speakers. Keynote um, speakers. They'll also be running some of the breakout rooms. <laughs> so you might get a breakout room with Oscar the Grouch. Yep. Or Don Draper. Or who are the, some of the other people? I mean, it's a star-studded cast of people who are not funny. <laughs> it is really star-studded. Um, I think, uh, what's his name? Alex Trebek. <laughs> so He's Alex back? Trebek, Alex Trebek faked his death because he was sick and tired <laughs> of being so funny all the time. That, that Jeopardy was quite the funny show. <laughs> was, yeah, exactly. He decided to turn his life around. So instead of just switching to being unfunny because he was hilarious on Jeopardy, uh, he decided I have to literally become a new person. I have to fake my own death. Yeah. Faked his death. So now yeah. he's, uh, unfunny. Yeah, so he changed his name from Alex Trebek to Tripod Aardvark. <laughs> what? Uh, old Tripod Aardvark, back those old bones to hang out again. Just a very <laughs> serious name. Very serious name. Anyway, so that's yeah. that's kind of the proposal Yeah, there. any questions on that any one? Any questions on before? the anti-humor for singles? By the way, it is for singles, so you'll be matched up with single women. So everybody we mentioned is Everyone. single. Everyone <laughs> is single. And all the women there will be Which, single. Oscar the Grouch, shocked he's single. Yes. I know. I thought that guy, that guy, whew, he moves from lady to lady. That guy. <laughs> mm-hmm. he's a bit um, of a so I do have a couple of questions. Sure. My first question is, is I just want to clarify that this is not in fact, sounding like a vacation, it sounds like a business conference <laughs> of which I fully am in support of. Okay, true. good, good. And yeah. I want to clarify that it is not like a vacation. That no. It's going to be... Yeah, no, I figured you would hate to relax. Yeah. Um, uh, like, even though you, I, you might have said right at the top that you want to relax, I, I could Maybe. tell that, that was you were lying to yourself. As a military man, very yes. regimented. Yeah. Well, my, I mean, my form of relaxation is just standing at perfect posture facing a wall. Yeah. So, being five um, minutes early to everything. <laughs> yeah. Yes, exactly. If you're there's, not, then there's you're five minutes late. See, that's precisely right. There is uh, nothing more relaxing than being five minutes early and just waiting around. Mm. That's what I love to do. I could now, see you my, doing that. Thank you. Thank you. That's quite the compliment coming from you. Uh, <laughs> sure. My second question is the opportunity to kiss a woman is that is that possible at this at this business conference? Yes, yes. So um, possible, it's sure. very possible, likely. And in fact, this is notoriously one of the horniest business type <laughs> conferences in the world. <laughs> they they um, do these. They rank these because they've repre- they've repressed basically all other forms of pleasure. Yep. Um, oh, yeah. And so they're just really. Horned up, yeah. Like everyone there is like sucking and fucking, not. And when they're sucking and fucking, they're not like laughing or giggling out of no. delight or pleasure. They're still very serious the whole time. But don't worry, pre-sucking and fucking, there's kissing. Yeah, there's stone face kissing and straight face sucking and fucking <laughs> going okay. on. Trust to us. Trust, Trust us. us. I hooked up with Madeline Albright, former Secretary of State. <laughs> 
Uh, and it was one of the most joyless fucks of my life. And that includes the very joyless fucks I had with your sister, my ex-wife, <laughs> my Jennifer Product. Yeah. Uh, I think the and I used plural that was maybe a little much. Yeah, I don't know. Even singular we're we're Even questioning. singular it's on the border but um yeah, it is you will I will guarantee that you will smooch and if you want suck and fuck. That sounds tough for okay. me. I don't, know, I don't know how how that that proposition will be talked. Yeah, I don't either. So let's try. <laughs> All right, so here's my idea. Uh scuba diving. Kissing. <laughs> what do I think of among the packages that we have to offer? Yeah, that we've tried ourselves. That we <laughs> so true that we've tried ourselves. I think of um, Neptune's big giving away his daughter ball, um, <laughs> which so, we have tried. Which we have tried. <laughs> With a previous daughter. Yep. So Ariel, luckily Ariel is coming up. He's the daughter of Neptune, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, so what you'll have to do is you'll have to scuba dive to go down there. And he's basically um, courting potential suitors for Ariel. Um, mm-hmm. And how they're going to tell is they're each going to kiss a smoochy ruski right on her lips. And if her uh, hair uh, lights up, then you're the suitor. Um, and, and this is where your ability to sort of wear different uniforms and blend in will really come in handy because yeah. you need to be a sea prince. To, to marry one of his daughters. Correct. So you'll have to really play the part. Yes. So you'll have to not only dress up like that, but I don't know if you're good at like changing your voice at all or anything, um, but you might need to change your voice to what you would imagine a sea prince would sound like. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, we'll help you. We'll create a whole bio, but we're going to need to come up with a fake backstory as far as what region you hail from and rule over, Yeah. Um, you know, who your parents are, what sort of combination of animal creatures you are. And here's a, here's a, a tip right off the bat. Don't say Atlantis. Yeah, they'll see they'll right know. through that. Everyone's like, "Oh, you're oh, from Atlantis." What too? part of Atlantis? Yeah, what part of Atlantis? Which neighborhood do you come? And from? then it'll just go downhill from there because yeah. everybody knows yeah, yeah. everything. So yeah, I was going to say Atlanta, Atlantis. That was going to be my nope, location. nope, nope, nope. But we'll help you. We'll come up with a bio. for Yeah, that. Atlanta will be tough because that's landlocked. That's a landlocked city. So <laughs> yeah, we're thinking well, uh, somewhere in the Indian Ocean right now, but we're, yeah. we haven't uh, yeah, totally we'll, nailed down. Yeah, well, we we you know part of our job is to to kind of nail down the uh, underwater kingdom yep. that makes sense for you. Like, where would you come from? So so for you, it'd be like, where is there sort of like a great military tradition? Yes. You know, Atlantis is sort of the Atlantic City of the Atlantic. Yeah. You know? It's sort of like a lot of <laughs> a lot of games, a lot of boardwalks, you know. Yeah, flashy lights. Flashy lights. We get it. Gambling, things like that. Not a military town. So we're thinking more like I, I think maybe Fort Mar- Mariana Trench. <laughs> <laughs> I think that'd be perfectly suited. Fort, more Fort, of a military town. Fort Mariana Trench. <laughs> Yes. I do like the sound of that. It sounds like an undercover underwater mission. Source. Yeah, you're sort of mm-hmm. you're you'll be able to flex a lot of your military muscles. I think a lot of your training will come into play here, especially because we're we're going to kind of craft your character around a military background, so you can access that more yes. easily. Yeah, you're even even as a sea prince, you'll be a, a militant sea prince. Yeah, you'll be. Don't worry. Yeah, and we'll make sure that it's not one from a kingdom that has been at war with Neptune. Sure, sure, know. sure, sure, sure. 
uh, at least recently. Although the rules are, if you kiss her and her hair lights up, you have yeah, to marry that's her. That's true. Regardless of whether Neptune wants you to or not. And I think just the saved up kiss charge that you have from not kissing yeah. for so long might help. Might light that The static up. electricity alone will be. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yep, which works underwater for sure. And now so. Damon did refer, uh, did allude to scuba diving. We should be clear... <laughs> We will have to surgically implant gills into your neck. Yeah. So it's sort of scuba diving in the sense that you will be underwater. Well, we, you know how scuba is an acronym? We have a different acronym for it. It's surgically connecting under dat ass. So that's where your gills will be. Your uh, gills will be surgically scuda. connected under. So it's more scuba. It's more scuba than scuba. <laughs> Sorry, did I say scuba? Well, what, scuda. he misspoke at the beginning when he said that you'd be doing scuba diving. He meant scuba diving. Scuba diving. <laughs> surgically connected under that ass. That sounds quite nice. Yeah. So, okay, so yeah, what do you think? Any questions? Any follow-ups? Uh, clarity? Other things? I don't. I don't think so. I think it all makes perfect sense. Okay, so I, what are you thinking, you big goof? <laughs> I think I've made my decision, gentlemen. Oh, oh wow! No uh, boys, I, I love the idea of going scuba diving underwater, um, but I think it sounds more fun to go to this business conference in Fiji for me. Yes, I think I will yes, enjoy yes. meeting other singles like Oscar the Grouch and and mingling and having the opportunity to. to Kiss and suck and fuck, as you boys say. Yeah. Okay, so you said it sounds like that's more fun. Does that mean you're not choosing it because you're not trying to have fun or laugh? Precisely, and that's why I'm <laughs> going with the Atlantic. No! Yeah. Wait, no. <laughs> yeah. And so no. that's why I will be doing what seems less fun for me, which is going underwater and exchanging many uniforms, of which I've done plenty of before, and hoping that I don't say Atlanta, Atlantis at Fort... Uh, Fort Mariana Trench. Fort Mariana Trench, yes, of course. <laughs> Wow, that's oh, fantastic. Wow, okay. what a curveball. What a curveball. Baseball corner closed. Uh, uh, well, you know what? I'm not actually upset because we're not actually competing, even though it is now in the new year 1-0 for uh, for old Damon over yeah, here. Yeah, isn't that nice that we splice that off so we can start counting again? Yeah, that's yeah, <laughs> good to just count each we year. We might do that monthly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See who wins each month. But uh, okay, wow. I'm not upset at all. I'm not pissed. I'm not fucking fuming. He's not punching the wall <laughs> right now. <laughs> not punching the wall. And um, yeah, I'm editing out any sounds that might sound like me punching the wall, so don't worry about that. Uh, You're yeah, currently editing it out live. Currently, I'm live editing, editing as we go in camera. Um, and uh, wow, so I'm I'm actually very excited I'm for excited. you, Colonel Taint. I think you will, you'll find probably the love of your life down yeah. there uh, under the under the sea. Hey, hey, down under uh, the sea. And we didn't mention, isn't it better down where it's wetter? And I think you'll, I think you'll discover that to be true in in many different ways. Yeah, and we didn't mention Ariel is single because you're talking about the so that's yeah, good. That's good. Um, and worst case scenario, if her hair doesn't just light up at that smacker you're gonna lay on her, uh, it's a big city. You know, check it out. Oh, There's yeah. some other singles around. I'm sure. There's some hot ass mermaids down there. Yeah, and just creatures of all kind. Yeah, and when we say uh, surgically connected under that ass, the gills are part of that, but the part that's under that ass is your fish ass. So we will have to be replacing the bottom half of your body with a fish half. Yep. Um, but we will keep your legs uh, cryogenically frozen, and we'll, we will be able to re surgically reattach them should you choose to come back from this underwater yeah. kingdom. 
Well, perfect. That sounds like a uniform I've never worn before. So it'll be quite yeah. interesting for me to feel. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. And you'll, okay. Yeah, you'll you'll get to one way or the other. You'll be you'll you'll be kissing. You'll be kissing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's just say you'll be kissing. Let's just say one way or the other, <laughs> Colonel Taint, gonna be kissing. <laughs> Well, thanks again so much. Uh, one final question. Are we friends? Yeah, are we friends now? Absolutely, my boys. We're the best of friends. You've yes. risen far above Steven yeah. Hillenberg in my books. Yeah. <laughs> yes. We'll send you signed storyboards of our trip planning. Yeah. Oh, much appreciated, boys. Yeah, better than he ever did. <laughs> awesome. Well, well wow, thank I, you again, Colonel Brandon Taint, Colonel for Brandon trusting Taint, us, for the coming latest on the and show. greatest of our friends. Yep. And We'll get started as soon as we're done recording here. We'll get started <laughs> on putting that itinerary together, getting you on your yep. way, dressed up like a military man of Fort Mariana Trench, <laughs> and on your way to love and, and smooching. Yep. And, uh, I'll start yeah. prepping the surgical equipment as soon as <laughs> yeah. we... You're going to be going under the knife <laughs> as soon as we wrap this up. Oh, sounds perfect. I love punctuality. <laughs> <laughs> you Great. really do. Yeah, that is sure on character. Do, yeah. <laughs> So, uh, yeah. So, we'll, I'll get started on that now. I'll start doing that. So, we'll, we'll take a quick little break so I can start uh, prepping the surgical equipment. Come, and, uh, uh, get, get back here with a little bit more of Destination <laughs> Passport. <laughs> After the break. Bye. Bye. Welcome back to Destination Passport. Colonel Brandon Taint. I'm I'm certain he's going to have the time of his life mm-hmm. in the form that it usually takes for him, which is not having not a having good any, time. Yeah, not having a good time. But he seems to genuinely enjoy not having a good time. I mean, yeah. he's a really upbeat, chipper guy. Yeah, it's like a paradox. He's a walking yeah. paradox. Uh, and now we're going to send him on a walk in paradise. <laughs> Am I right? And by walk, I mean swim. Yeah. And what do you mean by paradise? <laughs> I meant paradise. Oh. Uh, but what I mean by pair of dice is. Uh, the pair of ladies he's going to find down there. <laughs> yeah, I'm certain you know? he's going to find two ladies. <laughs> well, because it's he's also a bit of a Ariel. gamble. I mean, the surgery that we're about to perform on him is a pretty massive gamble. <laughs> That's what we mean, yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, we've already, uh, so as you know, we prepped, we prepped the surgery, surgery table of the equipment. Mm-hmm. So as soon as we wrap up the episode here, we'll get to slicing and dicing, baby. Yeah, slicing and dicing, nip and tucking, <laughs> scalpel, you know. <laughs> Who gets to yell scalpel this time? Um, let's both yell it. Yeah. As we're cutting them open, we're just going to yell. Three, two, one. Scalpel! <laughs> we'll make it into a We each a have musical. a scalpel, so we're not asking for it. No. We, we're just both. We're just like kind of pronouncing what we're using as we cut them open. Yeah. I think that'll be fun. And it won't be fun for him, which is great. <laughs> which is good. Which is the best of all worlds. Our anesthetic, I think, might have gone bad. It doesn't really seem to work anymore. That's what I was, I was looking at. Um, on break here, um, it looks like it's expired. Yeah, expired anesthetic <laughs> is what we're going to be using on him <laughs> for this experimental surgery. But keep in mind, I'm a former emergency room doctor. I'm a former emergency room nurse. That is a great point and a great long callback. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> but the, but that doesn't mean the surgery is any less dangerous or experimental no. or illegal, quite frankly. <laughs> Yeah, or risky, um, yeah. which is basically what you said. So yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I felt the need to. No, but that was the fourth that. horseman of his personal apocalypse. <laughs> risky, risky, illegal, experimental, dangerous. Dangerous, yeah. Because <laughs> dangerous it's and risky, dangerous and very risky. different. Yeah. Well, it's sort of like sloth and laziness. Yeah. 
One's an animal. One's not. <laughs> yeah, that's how you can tell. <laughs> anyway, Anywho, it's just about cool. time for us to wrap this shit up. Yeah, um, wrap up this episode. First we got to do our world famous segments. Yeah. Uh, so this one actually might be universally known at this point, more than world famous. Mm-hmm. And that's what to watch out for. What to watch out for. Uh, and so this week, what to watch out for is diet plans. So mm. it's the new year. Keith yeah. mentioned at the beginning he has gotten healthy. He's gotten into shape. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> but there's a lot of bad actors out there. Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking about uh, Nicolas Cage. No, he's a great actor. Because he's a great actor. Yeah. Um, I'm talking about people with bad intentions that want to sell you their diet plans. And, 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 and most of the time, not good. Not good diet mm-hmm. plans. For instance, uh, and the reason uh, this is a cautionary tale, Keith and I last year, we made a pact. Mm-hmm. We said, let's find a diet plan out there together at the, at the beginning of last year, New Year. Yeah. And, um, and then COVID happened. So look, look at where it can guide you. Mm-hmm. So be careful if you're out looking for these because it could cause um, you know, a global pandemic to, to happen if you mm-hmm. find the wrong one. Because yeah. we found a guy, he was really sketchy, he was telling us to eat all sorts of weird foods and non-food items. Yeah, he was also telling us to have sex with some wet, dying animals. <laughs> <laughs> Which I should have mentioned first. That is the weirder part, I guess. <laughs> but I just thought the fact that we were eating non-food items definitely stands out. This is a diet yeah. thing. I could imagine fucking yeah, something. Yeah, he handed us a vial... <laughs> And the vial said, very, very dangerous. Yeah, do not let this out of the lab. Do not let this out of the lab. <laughs> this is a huge vial because it was a big label on it. it. Was a, yeah, it was like, it was a vial <laughs> the size of a beer stein. Yeah. Well, that's true. It was just a beer stein with um, saran wrap on top. Yeah. But he made us eat the stein. <laughs> yeah. So we had to crunch the glass, swallow yeah. it down. Yeah. Uh, to be fair, lost a little bit of weight. Yeah, lost a ton of weight. A lot of, yeah, a lot of blood weight. But started COVID nineteen. Yeah, started that a little bit, <laughs> and that was because we weren't, you know, being careful with our diets. Yeah, exactly. So that's what to watch out for is watch out for anybody who's kind of charading that they have the end all be all, they yeah. have the answer, or that they want you to fuck um, bats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, make sure you don't like. It, it, here's a good rule of thumb: <laughs> if someone says you have to not just drink from. But consume this entire glass container uh-huh. that is marked in many different languages, <laughs> begging you not to do anything with this, but keep it in a laboratory safe. Yep. Don't do it. Yeah. And that's just a rule of thumb we've always gone that's by. But that one time then, we were like, then, yeah. yeah, I mean, we were just kind of like, especially since then. Yeah. Uh, but we, we let caution to the wind. And don't do that. Don't keep do caution that. in your pocket. Keep don't ca- throw it in the wind. Yeah. Keep caution in your pocket. That's what my dad always said. <laughs> He said, yeah, I remember. I remember because we were friends when we were kids. <laughs> right? Am I ruining it? We were friends when we were kids. And yeah. I remember your dad after T-ball, he would come up to both of us. And we had a bad game. And he said, uh, what was the phrase again? Well, in Keep that specific in scenario, he said, you both fucking suck. You <laughs> fucked up. I had a lot of money on this. He, my dad bet a lot of money on yeah. uh, Pee-wee. <clears throat> uh, yeah. Like we were like six years old. Yeah, all you had to do was bunt him, bunt him to second base, and we were like, "It's T-ball. Like, we can't we bunt. bunt. <laughs> <laughs> Move the runner over. This is simple baseball yeah. 101. And then when he caught, got caught gambling, he was banned for life from T-ball. Yeah, but 
Outside of that, he would always tell us, keep, keep caution, caution in your in pocket. Because you, you never know when you'll need it. You'll never know when you might get arrested for gambling. Yeah. So that's what to watch out for, Keith. Wow, what to watch out for. And what we, do you got? Uh, well, <clears throat> I got a tip of the week. Hey, it's about that time. That was the, that was the intro song <laughs> for tip of the week. Hey, it's about that time. I yeah, for that intro song, we got a cameo from Dax Shepard. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's about that time. <laughs> Sorry, I just keep playing it. Uh, it's, I mean, it's great. It's worth well worth the 150 bucks. Yeah. Hey, it's about that time. Sorry. <laughs> Um, but okay, so the tip of the week, uh-huh. we of course had our big Packers uh, kind of um, symposium. Mm-hmm. Thank you to everyone who came out. A um, lot of, lot of sad, desperate people. Yeah, trying to turn to pretty much anyone, even if they have no real authority or expertise on how to turn your life around. Mm-hmm. Um, luckily, we do have both of those things. We have authority and expertise on how to turn your life around. Yep. Um, but, you know, I could tell when they were kind of filing into the, the airport convention room um, that they were fucked up, honestly. I mean, yeah. these were not just worthy dum-dums, but fucked up, sad, worthy dum-dums. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And they needed something. Um, and so my tip of the week is if you missed that uh, symposium, Sorry. <laughs> the tip is you fucked up. <laughs> the tip is don't miss great opportunities yeah. like that again. Here's a tip. Here's a fucking tip. You fucked up. <laughs> you should have been there. Yeah. Because everyone everyone who was at that symposium, and yep. keep in mind, I had been dead for 12 hours very recently. That's true. But I was on the ball. I was actually feeling better than ever. Yeah. And everyone there has also turned their lives around already. Yeah, well, it's uh, it's true that we we watched um, that documentary on um, um, uh, Tony Robbins, mm-hmm. and we saw his uh, morning daytime routine before he does his big symposiums, yeah. and we did the same thing, and that yeah. got us energized, right? We, d- we dunked ourselves into an ice bath. Yep. We did a breathing exercise. We did some self-talk, mm-hmm. um, and we were, we were on fire. Yeah, and we also did the part that they sort of cut out of <laughs> The documentary because they didn't want everyone to know the secret, but we know the secret, which is to be dead for twelve hours. Yeah, and I did that, and you we didn't did mention. It on our the, yeah, I did it on our behalf. <laughs> is that what? <laughs> <laughs> we figured as long as one of us has been dead for twelve hours, like Tony Robbins is at the beginning of every day, we'll be fine. <laughs> at the beginning of every day, his symposiums do not start before noon because yeah. he can't. Yeah, he dies at midnight. <laughs> Comes back to life, life yeah, at noon. from the spark of, a, of love's true kiss. <laughs> yep. Being experienced by two people near him. The 12th kiss, usually. Yeah, the 12th kiss. So he always, he always goes to a midnight wedding, <laughs> dies intentionally, <laughs> waits for the 12th kiss of that very specific tradition that Nicholas Sparks comes from. Yep, he goes, so he has to find someone of that heritage. Yeah, which is sort of part Swedish... Part... Finnish. Ga- yeah, part Finnish. Part Swedish, part Finnish, <laughs> and honestly... What's the other Scandinavian country? <laughs> Norway? Part Norwayish. Norway. <laughs> Part Norwayish. Sort of a yeah, veritable United Nations of Scandinavia. Yeah. Yeah. Those traditions so kind of combining to one. What are we saying again? Oh, we killed it. We killed it. We fucking and destroyed it. If you weren't there. L- let me just go down the list of people who were there yeah. and what they've been able to do. Yeah, okay? since that time. Since that time. Um uh, uh Janet. Yep. Plondike. Right. She finally 
killed her husband. Yeah, and she had been meaning to do that for years. And sometimes you just have to build up the courage for people. Yeah. And so we convinced her to do it. <laughs> so congratulations to Janet Klondike. Murdered her very wealthy, old, old, old husband, finally. <clears throat> yep, But finally. did it in such a way that... Um, she didn't get in trouble. And then next on here is uh, Mike Walter. Mm-hmm. Mike Walter, of course, famously since then has started several nonprofits mm-hmm. uh, feeding uh, a grown adults um, uh, beverages. <laughs> so grown adults with no disability, <laughs> nothing wrong with them. Uh, but he started nonprofits oh. where he will basically deliver a drink and pour it down your throat. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and it's not for profit, so don't be weary of yeah, it. Yeah, it's not like for when profit. When it's going down your throat. It's not for profit. It's not for profit. <laughs> it just costs a lot because the overhead is so high. Well, there's operational costs. There's lots of operational costs. Sure, but like there's no profit. There's no profit. And I mean, sure, they can pay themselves whatever they want, but that's not profit. That's salary. Yeah. <laughs> that's salary. Yeah. Um, Which is not how we operate our nonprofit. Don't no, get no, any no, ideas. No, 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 no. We're very upfront by saying we will be taking this money for ourselves. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's not, it's not, we don't hide it as salary. It's like, no, this is, yeah. it's not profit. It's just the money that we take that's left over from how much we charge for this shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And our lawyers are good at saying legally that's not profit. Yeah, legally it's not profit because all you have to do is when you pick up the cash, drop it on the ground and then look down and you've actually just found it. <laughs> it yeah, there's a clause. It's called finder's keepers clause. <laughs> yeah. Um, so if you find the money that you were explicitly paid for performing a service, <laughs> then it is no longer for that service. It is just a finder's keeper situation, and it can't even be taxed. <laughs> that's right. They can't tax it at all. So that's our uh, tip of the week. It's what to watch out for. Yeah, thank think. you. And thank you, by the way, for, to Dax Shepard for also producing the what to watch out for theme for this. Oh, week. yeah. We didn't think of that. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. He did both of them. He's multi-talented. Thanks, Dax. Um, we'll have Dax on the podcast soon. Hopefully. Probably if, pretty if soon. Yeah. He'll have uh, us on his. Yeah. That's um, the deal. That's the deal with all podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we're running a business here and we're making people happy. We're sending them, on the tri- sending them on the trip of their dreams and we got another happy client, another happy friend this week and we're excited to do it again next week. So thank mm-hmm. you all so much for tuning in, yeah. watching. Thank you so much. Sorry. <laughs> uh, listening in and uh, we'll be back again next week with a lovely new client mm-hmm. and we want you to have those vibrations hit your ears mm, good, so that good. you can hear Good it. vibrations. Mm. That's what that song's about is this podcast. Yeah. The good vibrations that we make. We heard that song and we said, ah, oh, fuck. We had to start recording our travel agency yeah. sessions. And then Brian Wilson reached out and I was like, thank you for finally doing a podcast. Yeah, I, I didn't think, I thought I was being pretty blunt yeah. about it, he said. <laughs> uh, I thought it was pretty clear that good, good, good vibrations meant your podcast that would be made 40 or 50 years from now. <laughs> yep. So anywho, that's it for us. I've been Keith Bird. I've been Damon Product, and I will continue to be Damon Product. And I will continue to be Keith Bird for as long as the good Lord lets me. <laughs> oh, and we do hope and pray he does. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, for all of us, uh, Keith Bird, <laughs> Oh, see, that's that Swedish, Norwegian finish that's kind of just coursing through my veins now as a result of that. Oh, we got incident. a surgery to go do. So, yeah, so uh, three, yeah, two, just remember, one, scalpel. scalpel. <laughs> Bye. Bye.